All right, folks, welcome to Have a Little. It's John Force, and uh, today I've got Mason Douglas with me. Um, he's a veteran artist, he's a hit songwriter, he's an actor, he's an author. Um, he's worked with Sam Hunt, Kid Rock, Old Dominion. He's shared the stage with uh, Vince Gill, Trace Adkins, Jewel, the Brothers Osborne, Dustin Lynch, um, Carly Pierce, too, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and me. And you. <laughs> you beat him all to the punch, man. <laughs> yeah. He's had uh, songs featured in uh, the Olympics, sports events, and he's a best-selling author, too. A Nashville uh, guidebook uh, called Now You Know Nashville. And he's got a second release out called Secret Nashville, which I'm looking forward to pick up. So I'd like to introduce you to Mason Douglas. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. I oh, appreciate I'm a, it. I'm a longtime listener. I've listened to every single episode of Have a Little. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited to be here. Well, you told me I'm going to have a lot today, right? Exactly. I, I was trying to spin more clever, but I couldn't. My, oh, I, I my wit was, was awesome. a little limited on that. But hey, you know, I did something. So, um... Even though I gave them a little info, info about you, uh, why don't you tell our listeners about yourself? Oh, man. Well, uh, I was born back in 1745. <laughs> uh, man, I've been here in Nashville for about 20 years now. Uh, these days, I am um, gotten the fortune, I'll put it this way, uh, did a lot of, paid a lot of dues back in the first half of being here, but these days I'm able to be a professional musician, songwriter, producer, and... Uh, Super lucky to be able to be doing that, so I spend a lot of time making music these days or producing. We're sitting here in my little home studio that I've built, but yeah, it's, uh, it's done some tracks that, again, I've seen on TV and commercial releases for, for artists, and we've written a lot of a lot of songs in here, so it's uh, been really, really uh, quite a blessing, and so that's how I've been spending my days, man. You, kn you knew me back in... Uh, Back in the day, from uh, I don't know if I can say this on here, but uh, you know the Badass Hall of Fame, Sean the Force Force Nelly, and so just it's really cool to have come a long way from those days. From what was that night? That was twenty oh two. Yeah, oh two ish. Yeah, we did, we did the uh, we did the uh, Blue Morning thing. Then we did some solo stuff. Yeah, he beat the hell out of me and uh, in the hotel with the pillow that night in Cincinnati. <laughs> Remember that? I was snoring. I was so much bigger then too. And you were beating the hell out of me. You wound up going. You wound up moving out of the room too and, and sleeping with the the other rest of the crew. I'll never forget well, that. No. So we've asked, we've definitely had some adventures, but. Uh, yeah, man, it's been a blast. This whole, you know, Nashville is just a crazy town, and to still be here alive and kicking in is pretty cool and making music. Uh, I can I could go in for hours and hours about my story and what I've been up to, but that's pretty much it, just making a lot of music. Um, I will promote, you know, anybody checking things out. If you do need uh, music made, we're doing it, masondouglasmusic.com, and also my studio site, which is blueamsterdamstudio.com. So check that out when if, you, uh, if you're in the need. And, and Definitely. Want to be in the know. Toward the end of the show, too, I'm, I'll have you. You can repeat that stuff, and I'll I'm post it, big, too. So. I'm getting an initial plug in yeah, there. That's you know, good. That's just, perfect. Every other sentence is going to say masondouglasmusic.com <laughs> and blueamsterdamstudio.com. So with the music thing and all that, you got into um, this thing called songwriting mentor. Uh, you were a your songwriter mentor and all that. and yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Because I'm a little naive to that whole situation. Yeah, these, these days I have it listed as a, it's something I do for uh, privately for folks, just some coaching and mentoring, essentially, consulting uh, on the songwriting side, career side. Looking back, again, we're, we're going back 20 years in Nashville, the Music City USA, and literally I've seen it all. I haven't been to the top of every single mountain, you know, I've just, but I've climbed every single one. I don't know, you know, how long till we get to the top of a, a few, but I've climbed every single one. I've seen the terrain. I've experienced it, been up and down, 
every single thing you could possibly imagine in this town. So if the way I put it is if you have a uh, if you come into town rather than be overwhelmed by all the options and all the things that you could be doing, what is your best strategy for for point A to point B? Mm-hmm. Rather than think about how many billions of options there are, let's you know we look at things that uh, that get you on the right track and uh, get you learning. May, hopefully, bypassing some of the, the lessons that I learned. Still gonna learn along the way, but uh, as far as uh, navigating the the treacherous waters of Nashville, uh, we I do some of that consulting. Uh, it's called a song dive. Is the official uh, official name of the website, but. Uh, it's also um, that it's called a song dive because we can also take your songs. If you're songwriting, you're like, I just need to get better and get reach more people. We can dive into the song, look at different from a diff- different angles as far as genre, melody, lyric, ideas, you name it. We uh, we dive in because again, I've I've written a I've spent ten years as a staff songwriter and and I'm still searching for num- my number one. But I've been on the journey and I've learned from guys like Shane McAnally and mm. and uh, Jim McBride and Tony Rod and all the greats there. So. Uh, I'm. Um, I love to get that back. Uh, again, I'm not. I'm not the end all be all. I'm just one opinion, but I can help get get uh, get some new ideas and some fresh thoughts into you based on what I've learned from this from this town. That's pretty cool. And how has it helped your style of songwriting? Do you have a method, or is it basically for? And I know you've written a bunch by yourself, but you've done a lot of co-writing too. So how mm-hmm. is the process different? Very much so. Yeah, I started off writing by myself all the blue morning stuff that we did early on the the bands that we were both in we uh and even my initial first album the one that you played on and and uh we did a lot of shows um around a lot of that stuff was solo written which is unheard of you don't see a whole lot of uh people doing that these days and co-writing was very very foreign to me i didn't quite get it i just wasn't comfortable it was definitely not something natural and then uh I got my staff writing deal, and oh god, that was nothing but co-writing. It's a whole and different world. When you go into that world, though, you understand why to do it because all of a sudden, you know, all the stuff I was writing for Blue Morning or myself is so confined to what I'm influenced by. I don't hmm. really reach out to us as writers. We it takes a lot for us to get outside of our uh, our wheelhouse, what we're comfortable with, what we've been influenced by, and that's a pretty narrow part of the spectrum. But you bring in a um, a co-writer and all of a sudden their influences get injected into yours and so all of a sudden you have this nice little song baby so if i'm a giant joan jett fan and you're a justin bieber fan and you know you've both been influenced by those and we come together write a song we're gonna have a nice little joan jett justin bieber joan bieber uh song going on there that is going to blend those worlds rather than be too uh uh too niche in their own so that was just a huge opening thing for me uh co-writing wise and once i got used to it it took years to get used to it first couple like first years and months were just miserable and it was so awkward so if you're listening and you don't like co-writing because first couple were awkward you got to get through like a hundred of them before uh, you really get comfortable because you got to learn how to read the room read the person find people comfortable with filter out the ones you don't like and um, just keep trucking with the ones that uh, that you really uh, have a cool vibe with. As far as style has changed my approach, um, I think it's taught me just how to write a more complete song more efficiently. Hmm. I can still write a song by myself, and it's pretty much the same way I used to do it, but I just do it a lot quicker because I've gone through... I have a better filter now, I guess. I know a good idea from a bad one immediately rather than putting a bad idea down and going for a couple weeks until I realize it's a bad idea and then uh, um, having to delete it and then rewrap everything. I can kind of tell when something sucks or if it's, you know, 
potential greatness and you know the again the greatness only comes once in a while so you just kind of get happy with good enough for, for a little while but yeah you can definitely tell uh, as you go along you can tell one from the other very quickly that's really cool because i was really uh, intrigued by that whole process and wondering how how people go through it because i just as a writer i'm a simple it's more of a hobby for me but I, I understand what you're saying and i was always nervous about doing it with somebody else because you're like oh, what are they going to think or you know it's, it's their pressure it's yeah, daunting it's a lot of pressure i'll uh, i'll turn this into a little mentoring session here there's uh, a few rules if you if you co-write because yeah you're going in there let's say you and i are writing a song mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we got pressure i gotta look good to you you gotta look good to me i gotta say not something that's not stupid and we have to write a song that's going to make us a million dollars and be renowned by everybody across the world so there's a lot of pressure uh-huh. just in the room itself so if you go in with a couple um a uh, couple things to realize then then it helps first thing is to realize that co-writing all you're doing is you're just putting ideas back and forth until you both say hey that's cool and that's it that's the only rule you can put out melodies lines ideas and if the other person's like eh, not so cool then you move on to the next one and keep shooting ideas until you both say yep that's cool and that's it. That's the simplest rule that you can possibly um, possibly follow in, in the co-writing world. Number two, bring ideas. Don't show up empty-handed. You always want to have like a list of titles or melodies or something to bring to the table so that you're not the guy who's like, well, I got nothing today, man. Sorry. So uh, <laughs> don't be that guy. Bring ideas, and that will go a long way towards getting things kick-started. Um, my favorite one's actually when people come in saying, hey, I got this course. I'm just about done. What do you think? I'm like, let's do that because you already got yeah. something to dive into third rule is uh, dare to suck hmm. and that's the hard one that's when everybody sits there and they clam up and they're like i don't want to say anything because it's going to sound stupid or force is going to think i sound like a jerk if i say this now nah, say it anyway some of the best ideas come from yeah. saying hey i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i got this dumb idea but uh, if everybody doesn't like it then then you can all tell me to not use it but ends up making the song it's like you have this dumb idea you put it out there like i love it let's do it uh what did we do the other day oh my co-writer we're trying to we're doing a christmas song and trying to find something for daydreaming in a christmas song and my co-writer goes <laughs> holiday dreaming ha ha you know and we're like holy crap that's great and we ended up making it and that's like my favorite line of the whole song that's but awesome. he thought it was just a idiotic line so dare to suck put stupid stuff out there and that's going to make for a far better creative session with all your ideas and trucking on those ideas where you uh, go back and forth until you both say that's cool so, anyway a little tidbit of knowledge there for you a little that's two minute really cool. blast of uh, songwriting excellent etiquette. Now speaking on the other side of it, once you've established a great song and all that, now you've been you've been blessed enough to have a couple cuts out there. They're there, yeah. Have yeah. been out on there on the radio too, and you would want to say a little something about that? And sure, we're still looking for the big ones. You know, I'm I'm getting tired of being the last guy in Nashville without a number one, so uh, <laughs> still working at that, but uh, going about it a little differently these days. I I am a hit songwriter. You know, stuff has cracked the top forty, which yeah. definitely defines it as a hit, but barely. Um, but I've just got, you know, it's been crazy to get to people I've gotten to work with. And, um, the, you know, we're seeing names all over billboards these days that I've that I've sung in this microphone right here, that I, awesome. I play this guitar. And I'm, you know, I'm seeing their faces up there. And, and most of them are still pretty cool. They still respond in text and stuff. If, um, if you got something, I don't harass them or, or, uh, or anything like that. But, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on that is exciting. And as, right now there's been a giant lull due to... Uh, obviously the the world situation so yeah. the releases are few and far between but there's a lot of folks that uh, are releasing stuff we just produced an album on uh, or a, a building ep for uh, sierra mckenzie she's awesome working mm. out with christy huff a california slash arizona pop country artist 
uh, lots of stuff like that. Mark McKay, uh, Sweet Tea Trio, all this stuff, all these guys that should be getting record deals any minute now and got a lot of uh, action going with them. So check those people out if you're looking for new music and some cool stuff to follow. Um, yeah, so we're uh, still chasing that number one, though. <laughs> yeah, but the few that you've had out there, though, I mean, especially what was the, the most recent? Was the, was the last one the John Schneider one? Was that? Yeah, that was uh, the John Schneider cut a couple, which, uh, yeah. as I was saying, co-writing is hilarious because nobody gets a, a cut anymore that you wrote by yourself, unless you're like uh, Laurie McKenna, and mm. that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And lo and behold, I'm telling everybody this, you got to co-write, got to co-write, networking, ideas, blah, blah, blah. And John Schneider goes and cuts a song that I wrote by myself. Mm. And uh, so that for me, it was my childhood hero, Dukes of Hazard, Bo Duke, first guy I ever saw in concert at Bush Gardens in oh, Williamsburg, wow. Virginia, and when I was like three years old. And uh, so he was my hero. I knew every song, every lyric to every single song uh, that he ever put out. Lo and behold, all these years later, that guy comes back around, decides to do uh, an album, and he uh, picks a couple of my songs. And uh, we got to be buddies, got to go in the studio, and uh, wrote a couple as well, and just kind of became very surreal. You know, it's uh, that's just one of those personal victories. Yeah. You know, uh, I was so proud. I was like so happy for you when I saw that. I was yeah, like, that is so cool. Super cool. And he's a he's a super fun guy, and and just always hear his voice on stuff that uh, that I've written is 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 pretty neat. Uh, I know neat is a kind of a antiquated word, but that's just the simple, heartfelt kind of just. Yeah. Simple way to put it. Very, it's pretty humbling. Pretty neat. You yeah. know? It definitely humbling. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is so cool. I'm so glad. And, you know, the, the music stuff that you've done and you're, you've, you've still got in you is, is going to be amazing, I'm sure. But there's another side of you, too, that is amazing that I'm really happy to be involved with uh, because I'm a Nashville tour guide. And yeah. you have produced some really cool uh, informational uh, little books there. And uh, one of them is called Now You Know Nashville that I, I refer to a lot. And I was wondering, could you tell us a little bit about your uh, authoring and your writing. Yeah, that just kind of came uh, came weirdly out of nowhere. Uh, I was a big fan of a guy named Chris Epting. Chris Epting put out a bunch of books called uh, James Dean Died Here and then Marilyn Monroe Died, D-Y-E-D, Here for Hair. Uh, and they were just these little books on pop culture across the world, where to find little things where crazy crap happened. And uh, I actually wrote out to him one day. I'm like, man, you uh, you would not believe all the stuff that's happened in Nashville. Lots of crazy crap happening here. You should do a book. I know you're a rock and roll fan. You should do a book about Nashville. And he actually wrote back and said, eh, that's cool. Just uh, working on some other stuff right now. So, you know, keep in the back of my mind, but it's never going to happen kind of deal. So I, uh, I started thinking, well, man, I know all this info. And I know how he wrote his books and his little layout here. And I know just a little blurb action and... Well, what if I just start writing this down? So I started writing them down. I started with uh, where certain songs were written. I knew that uh, um, I knew that uh, like houses where Chattahoochee was written, the the garage where the dance from Garth Brooks was written, the uh, cool. porch where I was always love you was written. I'm like, well, let's go get those stories. So I started talking to songwriter friends. That snowballed into studios, which snowballed into houses, which snowballed into pop culture, which snowballed into history icons and ultimately everything that was just like the random crazy even the dark crap where people were murdered and all that good stuff around town made it into the book so yeah it's called now you know nashville it was self-published um just because hey why not I've gone that far might as well put together myself that then led to uh, a few years later got a call from uh, reedy press and they wanted me to they originally had me for the 100 things to do in nashville part two before he died 
But uh, they already had somebody sign off for that, so we did a, a new take that they were doing, exploring called Secret Nashville. And that was my second one with an actual legit publisher, so that's out yeah. these days. Um, Nashville's moving fast, though. I put 90 blurbs <laughs> in the Secret Nashville, and two of them are already obsolete. So uh, they wow. have disappeared already, so better get it while you can yeah. before we do the update. And, Interesting. Um, yeah, those are all also available at masondouglasmusic.com. So yeah. Is there anywhere out. downtown that anybody could get that in the city of Nashville? Um, Ernest Tubb used to have them. Okay. Uh, Barnes & Noble's the best bet if you're on West End. That's your best in-person um and opry used to have them the airport used to have them and they sold out and they did not get refunded. they actually sold out but they never restocked them oh, wow. and i kept poking at, at reading I'm like dudes what's up and i don't know why they never restocked so uh, i kept uh kept hammering them but we'll uh we'll see maybe we'll get the second edition going and, and get back in the stores but best bet is online um yeah masondouglasmusic.com will have a link right there uh, on the book section. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Well, do you want to talk about any projects coming up? I know you, you, you're always doing something. Do you have anything personal that you're doing beside the book, or you got some new songs coming out? Or yeah, I've been working writing, on a new album. Writing a bunch. Actually, I am working on a new album. Got a few, I got, I think, four songs mixed out of five, and I got to start the fifth one. Um, it was already produced for uh, for another artist online, and they did such a good job, and I'm afraid to tackle it because they did they did so good on their production. Mm -hmm. But uh, I want to do my own version, so that's my 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 hold up there. Um, I got I've got so many projects in mind for EPs that I want to do. Just uh, getting the time. We're actually trying to get a, a Blue Morning song wrapped up, Sweet. and having a little trouble with the keyboards getting those uh, attended to. So. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, we got Blue Morning stuff going on. We got Mason Douglas stuff going on, so that should be soon. A lot of stuff we're doing that's been sync related. So if you um, okay. if you are a music supervisor out there needing great music, we have a wide catalog, all 100% one stop master and copyright ownership. So uh, super easy to clear, and uh, yeah, I'd love to get that out there. But uh, that's been a lot of it has been sync, movie, TV, film stuff, uh, national ads that we're we're working on and. Um, trying to make a living that way. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I think you're doing pretty, pretty darn good job, and I'm appreciative that you're with us. But any chance to, before we go, I could get a tune out of you, or yeah, you know, that. we get a, a live uh, to, Mason Douglas. I don't have a guitar here. anywhere in here. Oh God, there's about folks. There's about like uh, eight different guitars, and basses <laughs> in here, pianos, and some really cool pictures too. Let me tell you, this is a, he's a great guy and I'm so proud of him to know him as a friend and he's helped my career, career out many times. So I'm just glad that we're still able to be around here and talk about this stuff. So yeah, man, no kidding. I'm going to leave it to you before we go here. We're still kicking. Yeah. The, um, the funny thing about when the streets were empty in Nashville was you could drive around. It was like, this is how it used to be. And you're one of those people who remembers, hey, yeah. I remember when oh, yeah. <laughs> you could actually get somewhere. 21 years ago, yeah. No. <laughs> and, uh, and do you ever, uh, you ever go down to the Crying Wolf? Or the, no. the French Quarter it used to be? I haven't, I haven't been down there, but yeah, I've been by there. you got to go check like, out the inside. Wow. They have a door that then goes to the stage. So if you walk in that door, the stage is still there, but it's partitioned off. Oh, and wow. I just think about all the shows we, we did. Some and amazing all the... I was a little disappointed when I saw, you know, Douglas Corner and oh, yeah. closing it's... down and all that, but it's Sign yeah. of the Times and all that, but is I don't, we will see if they're the only ones that, that yeah that Oof. get the uh, uh that don't make it out like that yeah. but we'll see what happens like i said it's a crazy time so i'll actually i'll do a song that um was not written during this whole thing but it reflects it tremendously i brought it out the other night at the listening room and i just think it's good uh 
a good example of what uh, what we're all going through these days and has a good message behind it. Cool. Um, wrote up my buddy Nick and, and Stan and um, um, yeah, it goes like this. It CNN, the unthinkable happened again. This whole damn world's gone crazy. More babies killing babies. The only thing that we agree is that it's such a tragedy. We're blinded by our passions, but it just keeps on happening. Is there anybody listening? And could you show us that you care? If there's anybody listening up there, we could use a little help down here. We all think we got it right But everyone should take our side But ain't nobody wins this With us or against us All I know is I don't know And anyone who says they do Probably don't know nothing But won't you give us something if there's anybody listening Could you show us that you care If there's anybody listening up there We could use a little help down here I ain't saying I'm just saying we sure lost our way So if there's anybody listening Could you show us that you care If there's anybody listening out there a little help down here. We could use a little help down here. Sweet. That's awesome. Folks, that's Mason Douglas again. I'm so happy that I got a chance to get with him here and talk to you for a while. Um, can I just you, say I'm happy to be on your podcast, yeah, man. I'm so excited awesome, you're man. doing the podcast. Again, I've been listening to every single yeah. episode. So keep up the good work. Looking forward to who you're having next and uh, spreading the words. So thanks yeah, for I'm having trying. me. I'm trying. Finally, you know, stopped all that procrastinating and moving forward. <laughs> that's the hard part, yeah. Yeah, that's, that is. For me, especially just me. Do it. Um, before we go, could you just let everybody else know again uh, how they can check out your stuff again and plug all yeah. that stuff? and. 
Man, main website for everything is masondouglasmusic.com. That is the hub. If you need any studio stuff done and you don't want to go through that, that website, you can go to blueamsterdamstudio.com. Blue, as in the color, amsterdamstudio.com. And, uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, just look for me on the post office walls. The picture will be posted prominently. <laughs> That's not right. You're so good. But anyway, thank you again. Appreciate it. We'll post all that stuff too. Um, I'll add all those uh, links and everything to the uh, the podcast posting. Uh, and uh, we're we're expanding too. We're on a whole bunch of other uh, places now. So keep in touch with us and uh, always make sure you have a little faith, have a little hope, but have a lot of love. It's John Force signing off with Mason Douglas.